This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Tuesday night. I hope you had a good day. I hope you're having a good evening. I'm going to have a good time here over the next three hours. I hope you hang out wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I appreciate every single person tuned in right now. Are you on the free Odyssey app? Are you tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate? What about Sirius XM Channel 158? Are you listening on a television set? People have hit me up and they, they show me photos. They're like, hey, I got I got the Odyssey app on my computer. I have it on the television. I got Sirius on the TV. Whatever you're doing, thank you. That's all I can say. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. We opened up the show talking about the college football playoff rankings and looking at Nick Saban on the outside looking in. Georgia, number one. Ohio State, number two. Michigan at, at number three. Can't wait for those two teams to battle it out and punch each other in the mouth. But TCU is number four. Tennessee, five. LSU, six. USC, seven. Alabama, number eight. And it's nice to see some new blood here as uh, things continue to move on. You know, Nick Saban, he, he can't win them all. And right now, Alabama is just in a, a rebuilding mode, something that Nick Saban said was going to be the case last year. If you want to give me a holler, you always can. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also contact me. I'm on Twitter at JR Sport Brief. And I'll answer you if you're not annoying. Like, for instance, someone just tweeted me about 40 minutes ago. His name is Kevin Porrep. If you're listening, Kevin, this is for you. If you know Kevin, tell him I said this. Kevin says to me, you're just a dog fan and a Bama hater. Nick Saban's still the best coach in college football, and he and his staff will be back with a good team next year. This year, Georgia definitely going to win it all, but we will be back. Roll Tide. Well, good for you. What you calling me a hater for? I'm just being honest. What, honesty means you're a hater? 
Come back with a better vocabulary, Kevin. I'm not a Bama hater. I could care less. I just want to see different teams win. Of course I like the Bulldogs. They're right down the road from me in, in Athens, of course. Not a Bama hater. I just like seeing new people and new teams instead of watching the same damn thing over and over again. I don't care if it's Alabama. It could be Tom Brady. It's just new blood. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As we continue on with the show here tonight, I want to kind of pick up and expand on something that we discussed last night following Monday Night Football when we saw or witnessed or maybe you heard uh, the Washington Commanders beat the Philadelphia Eagles and hand them their first loss of the season. I want to talk about some disappointing QBs in the NFL this year. And that would obviously include Carson Wentz, who was standing on the sidelines, pacing back and forth with his hoodie on, and the man looked miserable. The man was walking around like he had a halo or a light over his head, like he had a a thought bubble over his head that said, I'm cooked. My job is done. It's gone. I ain't getting it back. And Carson Wentz isn't the only guy who might be cooked for the season. If you think about some of these 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 quarterbacks who are playing, we, we got a lot of disappointments. And Carson Wentz is one of them. I mean, every year you think about an injury from Carson Wentz. 2018, he got a broken back, and and then after that or before that, he had a, a torn ACL. We know about that on the way to the Super Bowl, and Nick Foles said, it's my job. 2016, he had busted ribs. Carson Wentz is about to just be a backup. Like, it's it's probably a wrap for Carson Wentz as a start. He's making 20-something-odd million dollars this year. He was traded from the Colts. Now he's on Washington. And then he breaks his finger. And then Taylor Heineke continues to roll. I mean, when Heineke gets a job opportunity, he does a damn good job. And so I I still can't believe, even last night after the game, I had people calling saying, oh, no, Carson Wentz, you know, he needs to start when he's healthy. I'm like, for what? Why would anybody even entertain such a thing? Ron Rivera spoke to the media today, and he basically gave an answer, or did he? Listen to this. We're going to see what happens this week. Um, We have not had an opportunity. I have not had an opportunity to sit down with Alan and go through what the doctors have decided, what they've decided. But the first thing I'm going to tell everybody is let's don't get ahead of ourselves because, remember, we've got to return him to practice first and see where he is if he is cleared and ready to go. So we'll go from there, guys. And and, and be honest with you guys, um, when I do decide this and this is done, um, you guys are going to be the last ones to know. Because i got to inform people. I've got to talk, sit down and talk to Scott and Kenny. Then i got to talk to the quarterbacks. And then I've got to uh, talk to my football team, guys. Uh, so for the most part, you guys will be the last ones to get noticed, uh, notified. Come on, Ron Rivera. What are you trying to – you trying to be nice here to, to Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz knows he's cooked. If Taylor Heineke is rolling, man, if if y'all have now moved to even at 500, if you're starting off the season at 1-4, when Carson Wentz went down, 
This was a two and two team. They're now five and five. They started off one and four. I mean, it's simple math here. Heineke is winning. When Carson Wentz was out there, this man was getting sacked all over the place because, hey, offensive line. Another thing is he can't move. And ain't nothing inspiring about Carson Wentz. And Taylor Heineke always says the right things. It's, oh, they're paying him money. I'm I'm fine. If I'm the backup, I'm going to do my job. And I'm going to show up and do what I need to do. It doesn't matter if I'm the starter or I'm the, the, the second string. Well, we know Heineke actually plays hard. Heineke has the respect of his teammates. It's not a long flight. A matter of fact, you might as well get in the air and then just get right back out to get on a plane from Philadelphia to D.C. It's not even worth a flight, but it's the NFL. On the plane, man, the players were posting videos having fun with Heineke. They were giving this guy chains like they did to Kirk Cousins or or in Minnesota. Uh, He was drinking beer, and they were having a good old time. I can't tell you the last time I saw Carson Wentz look like he even enjoyed being in the NFL. That's how bad things have been. And so what Ron Rivera can't do, and I don't care what he says in a press conference, you can't just hand the ball back over to Carson Wentz. You can't. You got to let Heineke stink and allow him to lose the job. And let's be real, Washington ain't doing nothing this year. If they want to stay alive and have a chance to even sniff or get into the playoffs as a wild card, let Heineke do it, man, until he sucks. It's very simple. And so Carson Wentz with another injury, this time a broken hand, a broken finger, He's dealt with a torn ACL, and he feels like he missed his chance at the Super Bowl. He's had broken ribs, a broken back, and I think we've seen the end of Carson Wentz as a starter in the NFL. Washington doesn't have to bring him back next year. And how about this? Carson Wentz isn't even the only disappointment. Not even the only dude. We can look further. What about Derek Carr? Oh, my God. Is it his fault, or can we just blame Josh McDaniels? What a disaster the Raiders are. It's like you went from a a complete crap show last year with Gruden, and then you had to deal with all the disaster players that Mike Mayock decided to draft. They just cut Abram. And now you move on to a situation where you bring in McDaniels, and, and, and nobody believes in him as a leader. He's actually running around telling everybody, yeah, 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 if I'm here, I'm here. Like, what are you talking about? Devontae Adams and, and the injuries to Waller and Renfro. I mean, Derek Carr, is, he was crying after the last game. He was crying after they lost to the Colts and gave up another lead. That's what the Raiders do. Their defense stinks, and they they take leads, and then they blow them, and then we end up with a crying Derek Carr. Listen. I love Josh. I love the car. I love our coaches. Um, They've had nothing but success, you know, way more success than I've ever had, you know. Sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know, 
that a lot of us try and do just to practice what we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result of all that effort pisses me off, pisses a lot of guys off. It's hard knowing what <clears throat> some guys are doing. Like I said, just to practice what they're putting in their body just to sleep at night. Like just so we could be there for each other. And I wish everybody in that room felt the same way about this place. And as a leader, that pisses me off, if I'm being honest. Damn. I hope he's... I want to give him a hug. This is the same dude who, before the season started, he was telling everybody, listen, I don't care what people think on the outside anymore. I'm only worried about what happens in the building. I'm going to show you guys. Well, we've been shown nothing. We've gotten two victories and seven losses. Derek Carr has just been disappointing, but let's be real. It's, it's still the Raiders. Everything around him sucks, except for Allegiant Stadium. That is a beautiful place. I can never stop telling you how great it is. If you go to Vegas, a matter of fact, don't just if you go to Vegas. When your team plays the Raiders, just plan a Vegas trip around it and go. It's a beautiful place. I love Allegiant Stadium. I could live in there. Anyway. Carson Wentz, disaster. Derek Carr, a crying disaster. And unfortunately, we've gone from good to bad, and this is worse, and maybe this is just straight ugly. You got a team that went to the Super Bowl, and man, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. They're dealing with some turnover. Their offensive line sucks. And, and now their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, thank God he got the Super Bowl out the way because Lions fans would be chanting, I told you so, if he threw eight touchdowns and eight interceptions last year. And, yeah, Matthew Stafford, he is still in concussion protocol. Sean McVay, he gave an update on this guy and his brain. And this is what he said very quickly. Listen, he's still in that in that protocol, um, still working through those types of things. And so he is, uh, you know, we are hopeful to get a little bit more clarity on some of those things this afternoon, whether that means he's out of it or whether he'll continue to remain in it. Um, But I don't have that information right now. Uh, As of right now, he's still in the concussion protocol. Yeah, what the hell we need to bring him out of it for? (laughs) To do what? To to help the Rams to, to win a game? To go back to the Super Bowl, that ain't happening. Let Matthew Stafford go on vacation for the whole year. I mean, we opened up the season talking about Matthew Stafford and and, and whether or not his elbow and his arm was going to hold up. They were like, hey, we got to be careful here. He might blow his arm out. He's already in trouble. So now he's in concussion protocol. Cooper Cup is also out. Cooper Cup needs surgery on his high ankle sprain. What are the Rams playing for? And just won a Super Bowl, give everybody vacation. Give Sean McVay vacation. Let everybody take some time off. The OBJ got the memo early is what you're saying, JR. Well, we know damn well he ain't going in now. The Rams could run around early in the season. Oh, we're keeping a locker open for Odell. You know, just in case Odell comes back, we have a locker open. What's in that locker now? Storage? But JR, don't don't you find that a little strange? Like he's still at the peak of his playing performance. I understand maybe not quite the explosiveness, but they're pretty much running it back with the exception of Von Miller, and he doesn't go back. Like, didn't that signal to you that there's something off about that franchise? No, 
No? No, not at all. I think it's the the offensive line. I think it's the the trust. I think if I'm someone like Von Miller, you, you see a team that is more so on the rise as opposed to, you know, a team that just won it all. The Rams are, are mercenaries, and we've heard all month, or not all month, we've heard for the past year about how they took the approach of, you know, screw them picks and how they have just said, we don't need no picks. We're just going to trade for stars. Well, how long does that last? You won a championship, and now you've completely fallen off the face of the earth. You're dealing with multiple injuries to your star players. You have a rebuilt offensive line. Yeah, they, they're going to suffer. And I don't necessarily see a bounce back next year. It's going to take time for the Rams to do that. And so this year we know is a wash. And if I'm Matthew Stafford and my brain has been rattled and my arm is in, in tatters and I just won a Super Bowl, if I'm Matthew Stafford, yeah, yeah, take me out of the protocol. I'm staying my ass home. Derek Carr. Matthew Stafford. Carson Wentz might as well just be in his own category of, uh, you know, being a disappointment. And then we have this guy here. Mr. Unlimited. Oh, my God. That guy. Yeah, Russell Wilson. You want to talk about a disappointment? This man basically uh, passively, aggressively pushed his way out of Seattle to now be traded to Denver where he gets a new contract $245 million over five years $165 million guaranteed the Walton family the Walmart people give him a contract you got a new head coach Nathaniel Hackett this man's probably going to be fired at the end of the year because the Broncos are 3-6 and six. they choke away games at the end the offense sucks. I'm not exaggerating. The Denver Broncos have the worst scoring offense in the entire NFL. They traded for Russell Wilson, and it's not all his fault, but they're only averaging 15 points a game. The defense is the opposite. The best scoring defense in the NFL. They could have did this with, I don't know, Drew Locke. Russell Wilson on the season, seven touchdowns to five interceptions. We know he had to put his hand in a cast earlier this year. What a disappointing season for Russell Wilson. And then they just lost again to Tennessee, 17-10. to 10. All y'all could muster was 10 points? That's what Russell Wilson had to say about losing all these close games. The reality is, is we got to find ways to win these games. It's, you know, it's been um... – five, six games or so, you know, that are one-score games. And so that's, that, I, I got to find a way to get, for us to get two more touchdowns. We got we to find a way to, I mean, you know, I think we got to find a way to get two more touchdowns a game, you know, and I think that we were able to do that in London. We didn't do it, do it tonight. Um, we, You know, as, as, as tough as the game was and as tough physical as it was. Yeah, well, you can't play the Jaguars every game, okay? And by, they got the Raiders up next, so somebody has to win, right? Somebody's going to walk away with a victory between Denver and, and Las Vegas. So we're either going to get a, a crying Derek Carr or we're going to get a, a, a Russell Wilson who's explaining the same damn thing he just said. Disappointing seasons. 
I got to be honest here. Sure. Carson Wentz, surprised that he got hurt? No. Every year he gets hurt, it feels like. Every year is a disappointing season for Carson Wentz. You know, I I really feel for the guy because at the end of his career, he's going to look at his bank account and go, hey, screw everybody. But when it comes down to the actual football, he's going to go, man, I missed everything, including the Super Bowl. Derek Carr, he's on the Raiders. Man, the Raiders, I wouldn't be shocked if they went 10-6 and six or 10-7. and seven. I wouldn't be shocked if they went 7-10. and 10. It's just the Raiders' way. Matthew Stafford, he's a gunslinger. He just won the Super Bowl. Is it a shock that they're not even in contention right now? Oh, yeah, it's a shock. It's hugely disappointing. But it makes a little bit of sense when you think about, you know, some of the key players that aren't there anymore, especially on the offensive line. But the biggest disappointment, come on now. Who would have thought the Denver Broncos would be this bad? Who would have thought the Denver Broncos would have been three and six? Who would have thought that you would trade for Russell Wilson? And you got a crap record like you throwing out Drew Locke. They didn't need to trade for Russell Wilson to get this. Is it just the coach? Is Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, he sucks. He does. But Russell Wilson, especially for the money that they're paying him, when you think about the expectations that were laid at his feet, when you think about the injuries or running backs and wide receivers not living up to what they're supposed to do, it's just a disaster. The most disappointing quarterback for the season just based on the sheer expectations of helping to turn things around, has to be Russell Wilson. The phone lines are open. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When you think about quarterbacks, who has disappointed the most this year? It also doesn't help Russell Wilson that His replacement, Geno Smith, all things considered, even though a loss this past Sunday, he has had an amazing season. Which quarterback, what quarterbacks have been the most disappointing this year? I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Put my jersey on for the first time. Broncos orange, let's ride. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love hearing you every day. I get off work and on the way home. I love hearing you. I'm glad you live in the great state that we live in. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, the great state of Georgia. I'm everywhere. What, Shep, what's the word? omnipresent did i make up a word that's a word right that is absolutely a word yeah i'm everywhere 
wherever I want to be. I'm all over the country. Last week, Rochester. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be in Alabama this week. We got a lot more of the week to go. I'll be in Alabama. Media for the Movement Tour. I'm going to have me some fun. I just told everybody about Nick Saban. is going to take him some time to get things together. Uh, I'm going to be in Birmingham, so I think I'm good, though. Don't worry about it. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, right before we went to break, we were talking about some disappointments. I felt so sad. I wanted to cry. I wanted to shed a tear. As I watched Carson Wentz last night on the sidelines with his hoodie on and his broken finger, I'm like, damn, this man is not going to get a chance. He's not going to get an opportunity. He's cooked again. Taylor Heineke took his job. Ron Rivera could stand around and talk about, we'll figure it out. What's there to figure out? Nothing playing these media games because he has to, because he's the coach. He can't crush Carson's ego. It's already crushed like his finger. Anyway, Carson Wentz, another disappointing season. And this is also funny. Man, they uh, actually traded for this guy. I guess the Colts got, a, got away with a little bit of something. But Carson Wentz isn't the only disappointing QB in the league. I'm looking at Twitter right now, at JR Sport Brief, without a shadow of a doubt. A gentleman from Rockford, Illinois, with the name Steve Kerr. I guess there's another one that was from Chicago. He says, I think Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Kyler Murray, a disappointing season. I personally told you before the break, you got to look at Derek Carr. But the Raiders are always disappointing. So what do we expect? You got to look at Matthew Stafford. Disappointing, coming off of a Super Bowl. And the team around him sucks. Come on, offensive line is terrible. Can't even score points. Their offense is only scoring 16 points a game as well. They're just as bad as, I don't know, the Broncos when it comes to scoring. And all things considered, when you think about the expectations, when you think about the career and the history and the salary and the trade of Russell Wilson, he's the most disappointing quarterback. And not all his fault now. But when you tie everything up in a bow and you also look at what Seattle has done without him so far, I thought you were going to the Broncos to be better. Of course, he's always going to spin this the right way. Oh, yeah, we had a tough season. You always grow from these experiences. We'll be back next year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But you suck too right now, bro. And so do the Broncos. 855-212-4CBS. Biggest disappointments. Maurice is calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, man, you like Rick James, man. You cold as ice, but you hit it, man, for them quarterbacks. And Matthew Stafford. I mean, that Super Bowl with the Bengals and all that last year, I, you know what? He sucks. But I blame that on the Rams organization. Hey, what, what they don't have a draft pick for, what, three years now? They just sold the farms to get that Super Bowl. Now Cooper Cup is out, hurt. They have no one to go to. Not to mention, they don't even mention, I know you're talking about quarterbacks. I don't even hear nothing about Aaron Donald no more. It's like this team is like poofed and gone away. Other than the West Coast, nobody on the East Coast even cares about them, man. 
And as far as Russell Wilson, well, before well, well, before you move on, I I want to correct you on a minor point. Go ahead. There's a lot of people in Los Angeles who don't even care about the Rams. I don't think you have to travel east, okay? I'm just being honest here. I'm just being be honest. You go to SoFi Stadium and it right. do, do the Rams have a home game? Man, this is the this you. is the this is the interesting thing. So here it is. Right. <laughs> And this this also applies to the Chargers, which is very frustrating exactly. to, to me because I like I like the city of San Diego. I, I so I'm I'm always disappointed in this. The NFL has two teams in Los Angeles. Ridiculous. It is not because Los Angeles is just absolutely loving the NFL. The mm. NFL wants the market. Right. It's not it's it's not the fans. You know, you you will have Charger fans. They're not necessarily going anywhere, and they'll they'll go up the highway, and people will go. But it, all things considered, the Rams should have stayed their ass in in in, in St. Louis. Right. It's just it's Jerry Jones and the NFL and everybody saying we need the market share to not have a team or two teams to not be able to monetize. The second biggest media market in the whole country is ridiculous. And so what did they do? They took two teams. And, and so, yeah, they, they I mean, are. Stadium. I'm it is. Oh, it's a beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. And, JR, I'm going to leave you with this. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I used to be stationed in San Diego. I still say, even though I'm a Ravens fan, but when the Ravens left, I mean, when the coast of Baltimore, I became a Charger fan. It's a shame that the San Diego Chargers, San Diego does not have a football team. I said, I'm from Baltimore. I loved going to football games in San Diego. I was down there with Dan Fouts and all of them. Mm-hmm. Hey, brother, you had a great show. Have a good morning. Thank you, Mo, for calling from Baltimore. Air Coriel, man, sling that rock around. Yeah, San Diego is beautiful. And much love to everybody who has served in general and, and much love to everybody serving out in Southern California. Huge military presence out in San Diego. Huge. 855-212-4CBS. We're talking disappointments. Biggest one. Who is it? Tony's calling from Georgia. Are you there? I am here. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, uh, shout out to the uh, young, that young man from Baltimore. Thank you for your service. And uh, go Burt Jones. You used to watch him back in the 70s. Um Anywho, we'll move on. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson is huge disappointment. Um, the Broncos have the chance of scoring the least points and giving up the least points since, since the 1948 Pittsburgh Steelers, um, which is kind of crazy when you think about how long ago that was. Um, Wentz, come on. He's been everywhere. Um, it's always the backup because he's always hurt. Um, as far as Stafford, should have retired, go out on top. Um, okay, well, sending people home, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, think about it. I don't, it. I don't know. I mean, a, a, a like salary a salary of 35, uh, 40 plus mil will, will, will make me show up to work, you know, Tony? No, 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 I, I get that. But, you know, the the – the Rams did what the Yankees keep trying to do. 
buy a championship. They got lucky and got one. Yankees keep trying to do it every year. Um, you know, well, they try well, to do it every I year. Think, I, think, I think a lot of teams who have the money try to win championships. The Dodgers, the Mets, I think they all try. And thank you, Tony, for calling up from Georgia. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. He wants Matthew Stafford. He's like, hey, he should have retired. For what? He can still play? Go make some money. He's banged up a little bit. Yeah, his wide receiver's now banged up. Matter of fact, I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side as we talk about disappointing quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And then I want you to hear from Sean McVay. He's going to talk about that banged up wide receiver because it's, it's Cooper Cup. Why the hell would he come back and play football this season? I see no reason. We'll talk about that. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for taking my call. It's a work night, and uh, you keep me company while I'm out here in this rainy night. I appreciate it. I love your show, man. I've been working uh, nights for the past two weeks, so uh, love watching your show and listening to it. Hey, JR, thanks for being the best person in your line of work. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about disappointing quarterbacks in the NFL right now. We got quite a few. Is it the Kyler Murray? Well, it's not. It's not just one over the other. Kyler Murray disappointing, Derek Carr, uh, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson. I think he's the biggest disappointment. It's the team, everything associated with him, the the way in which they acquired him, the way in which he left, and how the Seahawks are performing. And then Matthew Stafford is in that that space as well, and now he's he's missing his wide receiver, even though he's also missing in action because he's in concussion protocol right now. And for a few weeks now, Cooper Cup has been running around on a bad ankle, and they got rolled up, and he's he's needing surgery a right ankle sprain, a high right ankle sprain, and he's going on injured reserve, which means at minimum he's going to miss four games. Well, the hell are we bringing him back for? Why? Cooper Cup, this season, 812 yards, six touchdowns. The Rams are three and six. What are you bringing this dude back for? Let him rest. Man won a Super Bowl. The man helped you win a Super Bowl. The man was the MVP in the Super Bowl. Let him rest. Same thing for Stafford. He got a busted arm. Just just call this season a dub. It's simple. A matter of fact, here is uh, Sean McVay. Very clear that uh, you can't replace Cooper Cup. Obviously, you never, ever replace a player like Cooper Cup, um, but... We've got to figure out, you know, the best way to accentuate the skill sets of the guys that will be playing. It's a lot of guys that we'll be continuing to learn about. Okay, it's true. Season is a wash. I'm not watching another Rams game unless there's something interesting going on. I I got no interest in them. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Myrtle Beach and talk to Tom. 
Tom, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, somebody nobody is talking about Trevor Lawrence. Everybody says, oh, since John Elway, since Oliver Luck, number one choice, he has not shown the progression that you would expect if he's going to live up to all that billings. Uh, you know, he's not thrown to number one draft picks in college. You know, he had uh, T. Higgins, Renfro, Justin Ross, and he was playing against Boston College, Wake Forest, Virginia, Syracuse. It's not translating into the NFL. And I know it's only been a year and a half, but there's just been no progress. He's fumbling the football. They're not winning games late. I know he's with a terrible team to begin with, but I am just not seeing anything close to the generational talent that Trevor Lawrence was billed as when he was taken number one overall and everyone compared him to Oliver Luck and Peyton Manning and John Elway. I just don't see it, and it has to be a huge disappointment to the Jacksonville franchise who finally thought they were going to find the man who would help them turn the corner. That is true, but I'm not prepared to just close the book on him right so quick. I will consider last year and last season to be a wash. It's his first year under Doug Peterson. He's a second-year quarterback. I know we've had a lot of guys who just kind of hit it right on out the park, right out of the gate in their second year or your first full year starting. You can look at the Mahomes of the world, and you can even look at Herbert, who was thrown into action due to injury or a needle in a rib, and he just he's been lighting it up. Uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Everything that you said is true about his expectations, but I think it's too soon to just, you know, just close the book on him. Yeah, I, I know it's a small sample size so far, but I would just like to have seen some hints going in that direction this year. Uh, well, I just haven't seen it. I think, I think at the early portion of the season he, he did do so, and then we've certainly seen the Jacksonville Jaguars do what they typically do. Fall apart and suck. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Portland, Oregon. Talk to Scott. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Scott? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. You got Greatest it. Greatest disappointment? Got to be Russell Wilson. Now, I mean, there's certainly disappointments out there in the league this year, but I, Russell Wilson. I mean, when you think back to the hype that came in with him, the money that was spent to get him, the draft capital, and everyone was talking about, hey, Denver, with Russell Wilson, they're off to the Super Bowl. And I, I would just say it's been a train wreck since. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Scott, for calling from Portland. Yeah, you think about the trade, the expectations. Is anybody passing Russell Wilson? Probably not. Trey's calling up from here in Atlanta. What's up, Trey? J.I., thanks for taking my call. I hope you're having a good night so far. Thank you. I am. So I agree with everything you said about Russell Wilson. I wanted to add two pieces to it. In Seattle, I feel like he was always known, even though he had a bad old line, for making plays with his feet, keeping plays going. And then after he made a play extend, would throw just a gorgeous deep ball. And neither of those things are happening with Denver. So honorable mention being, you know, your Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, even Aaron Rodgers, who you haven't mentioned a lot, he has a chance to turn around. But I don't think anybody can top the fall of expectations that Russell Wilson has experienced. And then on top of that, J.R., I mean, you mentioned it a little bit, but $245 million. And I think this is his age 32, maybe 33 season. 
Correct. And if this is just the first year of that contract, I mean, does this have a chance to be not just the worst trade, but maybe even the worst contract in NFL history? Uh, there's a guy in Cleveland who just got a guaranteed deal who's missing the majority of the season, and people hate his guts, but, I mean, we'll see. Well, I mean, he's only making $1 million this year. That extension kicks in next year, so, you know, yeah, we can but... have that conversation about Deshaun, but Russell is showing us that he might not be worth that money already. Deshaun yeah, that... Watson, I mean, he has two, he's been sitting for two years. There's still the what-if factor with him. There's no what-if factor with Russell. Trey. I say that I say that in jest. Don't take things so seriously, man. Relax. <laughs> have a beer. Are you at home? Yeah. Yeah. Have a beer, man. At the same time, <laughs> let's be real and honest here. We have no idea how the hell this is going to work out for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. And so, when you want to talk about worst contracts, there's only one dude running around with a fully guaranteed contract based off of, uh, you know, just some some terrible legal situations. So time. Tom will tell, but I certainly hear you, okay? I mean, terrible ownership, but I hear you as well, Jay. I hope you have a good rest of your night. You as well. Thank you, Trey, for calling from Atlanta. Yeah, no, we, we got some candidates for worst contract here. I mean, they didn't want this to be a wash with Deshaun Watson, but it very well might be. It isn't going to be a wash. What are the Browns doing? He's going to come back, and the rest of this year is basically going to be practice for himself. Keith is here from D.C. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, Jay? Uh, I got three for you. I say, whoa, 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 uh, whoa, 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 Keith. We're, we're up against the break. Give me one. Okay, um, per, I'm going to give you my personal one. I have to say Trey Lance because, you know, in the offseason, you know, um, they hyped him up. This is going to be the guy to take over to get, you know, push uh, Jimmy Garoppolo out the way. And then he ends up going down. And you know, making it look like we should we did right by never getting rid of Jimmy G again. Oh, that's not, we we want to put Trey Lance. He got hurt early in the season. I mean, yeah, he got hurt early in the season, but you know, they put a whole bunch of pressure in that you know we all as 49 fans was believing in. And you know, he even though he you know he got plenty of time to show you know what he can truly do. He didn't. You know, He's not playing. This man, the last time I saw him, he was in an air cast. I know, but it's just more about, you know, how they was trying to get Jimmy G, you know what I'm saying, out the door, you know, to save on the money and, you know, throw everything in Trey Lance's hands. And, you know, he ended up not to prove. And I get it. We'll see him next year, though. I think he'll be okay. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. More of your calls. We'll talk quarterbacks and all that stuff on the other side of the break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.